Howdy! It's Fossil with my spawn. Hi guys! Howdy, partner! And what are you up to now? I feel like everyone's had a week. My week has been filled with the highest highs and the lowest lows. Can yeah. I be honest? I would hope you're always honest. But I'm enjoying it still. Like, I'm having a great time. Expound. My entire freaking life has changed. Nothing in my life other than you and like my friends from back home are the same. The constants. The constants are still there, but they're not there all the time. So everything, my entire life has changed. It's actually insane how quickly your life can alter. I don't know. In a blink. In a blank. And I feel like people don't believe that and don't understand that. But like truly, like nothing in my life. I the, the few decisions I have made have completely changed the trajectory of my future. For good. And some maybe not for good. But m- most of them for better. Yeah, no, it's just crazy. But I was just going to say, I woke up this morning with the thought that magic is in choice. And then when you make a choice that's different from what you do all the time, your life will be different. Everything changes. Choice is magic. I'm not a risk taker. I feel like I'm a calculated risk taker. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yes, I will study abroad. Yes, I will pick up and move to a different state that I've never been to before and just say, fuck it and start my life over. However, it's all calculated. It's all planned months in advance, years in advance even. However, there's still big life changes. Like, I don't, I don't just make, like, instant decisions. I really do sit on them. But I don't tell people about them, and then they seem drastic. Well, you tell me about it, so I know they're not drastic. So you know they're not drastic, but people will be like, Listen, oh my guys, God. by the time you guys hear it, I've been hearing it for eight months. <laughs> no, literally. But I think it's so funny how people will look at me, and they'll be like, you did what? Like, how did that happen? Or, like, you, you, you went where? And I was like, oh, that's funny because I just don't tell people. Yeah. You keep it close to your, your chest if you don't show your hand. I think it's kind of fun. Anyways, not to make this all about that, but people who are here with me in LA are probably, if they're listening to this, which they're probably not, but if they are, they're probably like, oh, I've heard these stories so many times. But for the friends back home or the friends that I have yet to meet, here's some things that have been going on in my life, some funny things. Los Angeles is the most interesting fucking place I've ever been to in my entire life. Just every single day is something extraordinary and something off, but still amazing. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It just truly is a different world. And I don't know if that's just for the time being because I'm in school or whatnot, but, or it's just like the way that the city works. I'm not sure yet. Um, I'll let you know in a few months. So some things that have happened. Being from Connecticut, these things don't happen there. So I'm like, this is crazy. People are just really friendly here. And they come up to you and talk to you and you make connections really easily. Not homeless. (laughs) Well, no, they do do that. But I feel like I was more of a threat and target in Boston than I am here. You've like, already established that the homeless are nicer in LA. But other people don't feel that way, which I think is funny because I was talking to my friends the other day and they were like, I won't walk here alone, which like fair, you shouldn't really do that anywhere. But um, 
They're like, I won't walk here alone. Like I'm terrified of it here. Like feeling how I felt in Boston for three years. And like in Boston, I don't know, I guess tall, blonde, pale girls are like not a dime a dozen there. So maybe I was the target. Whereas here, tall, blonde, pale girls are everywhere. So maybe I am not intimidating here. I don't know what it is. <laughs> maybe short people in Boston just really hate us tallies. I don't know what it is. But maybe they thought you were a ghost. Maybe they thought I was a ghost. I don't know. But here, here people are just nice to me. In Boston, people are quite literally the worst. <laughs> so yikes. I don't know what that is. That was a fuck you Boston. That's what that was. <laughs> I just, I did not have a good experience there. I don't know what to say. It maybe, maybe in another life, maybe if I go back after school and I'm older and wiser and handle things differently, maybe. But I don't know, just walking down the street and getting fucking manhandled in Boston was a regular occurrence for me. And it is not here. Another thing I noticed about the homeless, and we're going to get into it, in Boston, they're like really hyper and kind of coming for your ankles here. <laughs> and this is sad, but they're either so drugged out that they're not moving Ooh. or they're just literally chillaxing. But in Boston, like I... And this is awful. This sounds so bad. This is going to get me canceled one day. But I would take a sedated, chilling in his tent homeless person over the one on the side of the street going, rah, rah, like freaking out any day. One is threatening and one's not. Right. Now, that, that why is that bad? Because to say, like, I prefer the one that's drugged up is an awful thing to say. We'd all prefer there be no homeless at all in drug addicts, but, you know, be that as it may, if you got to have one over the other, of course you'd rather have somebody that's not trying to attack you on the street. We need to find a way to, to end homelessness. Now, I'm no politician, but um, can we get that cracking? Because that shit's sad. Yeah, no, I agree. We got to start with mental health care first. Uh, can you really fix your mental health if your basic needs aren't even being met? Maybe one has to do with the other. I see where you're going with that. However, I would argue that food and shelter need to come first before you can really heal your mental state. But can you keep somebody with food and shelter if they're trying everything to get to a drug? I think it's a case-by-case basis, though. Agreed, which is why it's not handled. Yeah. No, you're right. It's complicated. It's complicated. Um, <laughs> my daughter just flashed her boobs at me. You're a liar. I did not. <laughs> no, let's be clear. I don't lie. I got flashed. I did not. You cannot see my nipples. <sighs> Sweet Jesus. You did not see my nipples. You little perv. I'm joking. Anyways. Was there a point to all this? Yes, there was a point to homeless. <laughs> we go from homeless to underboob. Come on. <laughs> So my point to this was that they, like crazy things just happen here, but like fun, crazy things. So for example, this happened a while ago. Like we have not recorded and I talked about just things that have been happening here for a while. But one day my friends and I went to a bar and it was a Star Wars themed bar. Okay. First of all, red flag. <laughs> number one okay drunk nerds that's what i just heard drunk nerds red flag number one but i was down okay because here you just say yes to things okay so within reason but we go to this star wars themed bar okay on hollywood boulevard and 
the vibes are good. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time. I don't give a flying fuck about Star Wars, okay? I don't care about it. It's whatever. But people seemed harmless. That's what's going to get you canceled. <laughs> yeah, no, actually. <laughs> Not liking Star Wars. Get the fuck out of here. You're done. You'll never work in this town. Never again. <laughs> I don't fucking care about Lucasfilms or Star Wars. I don't, okay? I'm sorry. I've never seen all of them. I've barely seen the one. The one. <laughs> but I don't know. I've seen like maybe two of them in theaters. Anyways, so we're at this bar and one of my friends here uh, had just dyed her hair half purple and half pink for a photo shoot that she was doing. And it was getting a lot of attention because it's bright and it's pretty. And she herself is just like a beautiful person. So, um, you know, obviously men will come up to her. And this like guy comes up to her and is like, I love your hair. And she was like, oh my God, thank you. And they were talking, whatever. And then he was like, I want to buy all of the girls a round of shots or whatever. And we were like, okay, word. So he like bought like six shots or whatever for all of us. And then he starts talking about how there's this concert the next night. Or not a concert. He was like, it's a private event at this place with fucking Trey songs, which I think is the funniest person i don't know just like out of anyone it could have been just like trey songs like this 35 year old who like used to be big and used to make like pretty like sexual songs that like we used to bop to when we were eight and like you know <laughs> what i mean just like really random but he was like yeah we have a table like at that show and like you guys should should come referring to obviously my friend and then like maybe two or three other girls is like what he was. I was gonna say, how big is this table? Well, so the one at the Star Wars bar was pretty huge. Like we had probably 10 people sitting there. And he invited all of you. No, he invited my friend. And then I think he was he was implying like a few other people. Like he knew she wasn't gonna go alone. But, and then there, there was, he was also talking to one of my guy friends. And so it was probably gonna be her, him, and then like, two three other people right and so yeah that was kind of like the plan or whatever and then my guy friend just kind of kept egging it on and like trying to get more and more people to go because like originally it was going to be like us three and then maybe two other girls because your ratio has to be more girls to guys right and we already had the one guy but him being him he was like oh we can get like the six other guys that we're friends with and like the four other girls and I was like dude like you're asking too much like we're gonna lose our opportunity to go and that's like essentially what happened is the guy was like okay like we were gonna invite you to like our private table which like is fucking expensive like to buy a table at a place like that not the Star Wars bar meaning like the private event um <laughs> so like eventually he was like no you lost your privileges but I just thought it was so funny how like one night we went to a fucking Star Wars themed bar this guy comes up to my friend he's like yes you guys can go to this event we want to bring you as our guests and then it, it didn't end up happening but I just thought that was so funny this is the first time I'm hearing this story out there guys that you're hearing it along with me I did not get a good feeling when you said that I don't know why I'm, I'm glad you didn't go. I didn't get a good feeling about that. And I understand why, because I normally get bad feelings about that kind of stuff too. But my male friend was going. It wasn't like, oh, just you three girls are going. It was like, mm. you know, it, it, and 
still he was texting back and forth with our guy friend so like it did seem pretty okay like they were driving like as guys so i didn't feel necessarily threatened by it and then i was like dude you're gonna ruin this if you keep asking for more people because i think we could have maybe bumped it up to two more people but to ask like hey can my 12 friends come to the private event that you just wanted this like one girl and like two other you know like to go to um it was a lot so that's what happened i don't know i just thought it was so funny just the idea of going to like a trey songs like private event like i don't know <laughs> like bottoms up bottoms up like <laughs> it's so funny just like I want to see you in slow motion. Like, what? Like, no. <laughs> this is so just the idea of that. But Trace Long is used to be the shit. I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying just, like, now, you know? Just, what are the times? Just so random. But then another thing that happened, and I'm hesitant to share this one because this one's very iffy um, and interesting. So... My friends and I went to another like club bar type beat. And as we were leaving, this other guy was leaving that was talking to the same male friend, actually. And they were getting along or whatever. Like they took a picture together and he was shorter. And he goes, whoa, how tall are you? And me being me and being like, okay, this random guy's talking to me. I was like, really fucking tall. (laughs) Okay, kind of rude trying to like shut him down low key. Right. Um, and then he was like, no, seriously, like, how tall are you? And I was like, I'm about, like, 5'11". I was like, okay, whatever. He's He seems harmless. Um, and, like, all my friends were standing there, you know? And he was like, whoa, that's perfect. And I was like, what does that mean? Um, and he was like, look, I work for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this has just got interesting. Did I not tell you this? No. Oh, God. <laughs> I work for Disney. And we are casting for a pilot and it, it has to do it with like two lead male characters and then the one lead female, female character. And it's based around, I don't even know if I'm allowed to be saying any of this, but it's not happening. So it doesn't matter where he was like the tall girl and then um, the darker guy and then like the really handsome man. Okay. So it was like the three. So they wanted you for the handsome man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly no they wanted me for the dark man they wanted you for the dark man as pale as you are yeah he was like that's perfect like do you do any acting and I was like not really like not professionally but like I used to love acting whatever in like high school not that that counts and he was like no doesn't matter like this is, and he was like here's my ID like shows me his Disney ID shows me his real ID and is like I'm going to like follow you on Instagram um, or like you follow me on Instagram and send me a DM saying like pilot and like, we'll try to like, we'll have you read for the part or whatever. And I'm thinking this is so funny because it's, it's at that point where you're like, I don't know if this is real or not because like easily you can, and, and he was like, trust me, I know this, this sounds like crazy. And he like showed me the script like really quickly on his phone. And he was like, look, just like send me your thing. If you want to read for it, da, 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 da. And then one of, like, my guy friends, like, clicks in that, like, this guy is, like, around me and, like, talking to me. And so he comes up to me and is like, hey, you want to go? And, like, I felt, like, weirdly safe with this guy because he wasn't being creepy. 
at all. Yeah. It was like fully business. Like it sounded, there was no like pitch other than business. He was like, this is the project. This is the department I work for. Here's my ID. Here's the script. If you're interested, you're tall. We need a tall girl. Come read for it. You know, it just, it didn't feel weird. Are you going to? No. So I, so here's, we're getting to that. I followed him on Instagram and I actually have his number too because like he took a picture with my friend. And so I sent him the picture and was like, Hey, here's a picture of you and that guy. Um, like da da da, whatever. And he was like, thanks so much. Like I'm super busy. I'm going to the Met Gala. Like this was like right before the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, when mm-hmm. I'm back in town, like we, we can text about it. But like I, so many things are going on that like, I'm going to forget whatever. And then like his Instagram is like kind of cringy. I'm not going to lie. Like it was one of those things where I was like, he was very clearly at the Met Gala, but I was also like, I don't really know what this guy does or like anything about him. And also like my friends being like assholes, they were like, this isn't true. Like that would never happen to you sort of thing. And then me being insecure, I was like, lol, you're probably right. So I just never followed up after the Met Gala. Like we talked like one, like briefly right after that. And then I was like, okay, we're just going to let this die. I don't have fucking time anyway to go to a fucking place and read for a show. But I just thought it was funny. Just the principle of like that happening in a split second, because I decided to go out to a bar that night. Absolutely. I love things like that though. And just like, it was a confidence boost to have someone be like, you're tall. We're looking for a tall girl. You should read for the part. It just, whether it was fake or real, it was probably fake. We don't know. He was at the Met Gala though. I don't know. It just, I showed, I showed um my, one of my bosses who works in, in, as, as in, like an agent. And she was like, no, Loki, like, this is kind of like, I would go if I were you. And I was like, no. So whatever <laughs> well things happen for a reason so even if it was just to give you a confidence even boost, if it was just cool. to give me the confidence boost i appreciate it jay if you're out there you're cool <laughs> i'm not gonna say his real name but that's not the first time that somebody's approached you about something you, you've had this that happened once before in your life when you were little yeah but i was young i was 11 or 12 but yeah i don't know just like things like that happen here and it's just so funny how in a split second that sounds so just like preachy and weird, I know, but it's true. It really is true. So anyways, I don't think I told you either of those stories. No, you did not. This I'm hearing it first too. Everybody else gets to hear it along with How me. do you feel about them? Any Any comments? I'm literally sitting here absorbing this and the universe keeps throwing shit at you. I don't know how to respond. Same. Because when you were younger and you were approached by the modeling agency. Oh my God. See, but here's the thing. It makes it sound like it's just, I, I don't want this to be like a humble brag. You know what I mean? Because like, I am not. No, I get it. But we said no to that clearly because I protected you. I did not want that for you. But now you're at an age where I can't protect you from anything. Yeah, but I'm also ugly now, so. Oh, stop that. Ugh. And too old. I'd rather you ugly brag than put yourself down like that. I hate that. No, but I don't want to ugly brag. And that's the thing I hate. Like, uh, it sounds ironic because I literally just did it. But it's for the content, people. It's for the content. It was nice to have something that seemed positive. Yeah, exactly. On on your height when it's always been held, used against you. It, exactly. Exactly. And especially coming from like a shorter man to acknowledge it and be like, that's really cool. And we actually need that was like. Right. Nice. I don't know. That's that's the miracle of it. And he like also wasn't creepy at all. Yeah. 
I don't know. It was a nice experience. Even just to say it happened is like funny, whether it was fake or not. I loved it. It was great. And it was also just funny seeing my friends' reactions. The ones who were like, that didn't happen. Like, don't do that. He's trying to kidnap you. And then the other ones who were like, that's really cool. You should go. Like, send me your location when you do, you know? Yeah, you were careful. You checked up on it. You you do your research. And your gut instinct is always going to work for you people. Just whatever your gut tells you. If your gut says it's okay and you've done your research, you're fine. Stop being paranoid. I will say there are instances, though, where, like, not good things have happened with people in bars or clubs. Like, um, me and the same pink, purple-haired friend were at this other place. Well, same place, actually, different night, where the, the Disney guy came up. And these two guys come up, and they're not from America. We were trying to have a conversation, but it was a little difficult because of, like, a language barrier. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, can one of them was like, oh, can I buy you a drink? And I was like very hesitant because I was like, that insinuates things, you know? Yeah, right. And I was like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's a bit uncomfortable. You know, I was like, mm. and I was like, oh, like, ah. and I looked at my friend and we were like, OK, but like, uh, you know, um, and he was like, no, 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 come, 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 come. And he buys us like a tequila shot and like the bartender, I watched it. Like I was like, yeah, what yeah. is happening? Don't let your eye off your drink. Yeah, I was like, what is happening? He gives it to us. We take the shot. And then he like pushes me and it's like, can I kiss you? And I was like, no. <gasps> My God. It was like, boom, boom, boom. It was like really fast, you know? And I was like, no. And then he like kind of was like being forceful and then I literally got out of it swerved and like got my guy friend and like walked out we literally left like right after that because I was like no and one of my other friends actually got kicked out because he tried to go into a restricted room so (laughs) it it was time to leave anyway the vibes were off that night my god the vibes were off children behave that's when they say when we're together and watch out you play you're 21 anybody who recognized those lyrics congratulations you're old so you've had some some exciting times. I know. I don't know. Something fun for the ladies to listen to. All I can offer this week is a silly Mikey story. Okay. He's had a lot of medical things happening lately. So we've been in the car together a bunch. Yeah. And my water tumbler is always with me. It's a big pink thing. It holds about 20 ounces or so. Mm-hmm. In the car, Mikey asked me what it was. And I said, it's water. And he took a sip and said... It tastes brown and starts laughing hysterically. Oh, I remember you telling me this. Yeah. And I had to laugh along with him because that was one of those moments of clarity where, you know, he was trying to say something with in his way. And I just, it made me laugh. The joy in his laughter of hearing him make his own joke of it tastes brown. Now, here's my question. Was he trying to insinuate that it tastes like shit? Was he? Trying to insinuate that the idea of tasting a color such as brown is fun. (laughs) I believe that your first instinct is correct. I believe in his program, he must pick things up and somebody's been told we don't say shit or we don't say something like that. And they say it's brown. I guarantee you that's what it is. Does your life taste brown? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Mike, Mike, Mike. What are you going to do with him? Yeah, I don't know. Do you feel like you're on the wet end of a crap stick? <laughs> There's another visual. What the fuck did you just say to me? 
<laughs> I thought that was <laughs> what just came out of your mouth. The wet end of a crap stick. <laughs> I know what we're titling this episode. You dare me? Yeah. You think I won't? The wet end of a crap stick. I. What is that saying? <laughs> Can you elaborate on that a little bit. You don't. You can't see it. I visualize it quite clearly. Oh. If you things taste brown and you're on the wet end of a crap stick, I mean, you must be having a bad day. <laughs> what is a crap stick? That must be. <laughs> What the fuck is a crap stick? Use your imagination. Mom, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so scared. What is a crap stick? Something I made up for the purpose of this pod. No. <laughs> Wait, you didn't come up with this. I'm sure I did. Or, I mean, I'm you... sure. I thought this was like a phrase that people say. And that's why I was confused. This came from your mind. I can't, this, as far as I know, it came from my mind. I don't remember reading that anywhere. The wet end of a crap. <laughs> Do we need to reset those therapy well, appointments? Welcome to my brain. Welcome to my brain. Yeah, that's what's going on in there. Okay. Um, exciting for you. I'm going to sit with that. Like, <laughs> I still need to ponder the, I need to unlock the actual meaning of that a little bit. Across the board, everybody seems to be struggling with things lately. And when bad things happen, I got to thinking about a previous episode that we did about knowing when to walk away. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, guys, we're going to get serious for a minute. So go ahead and shut down if you don't want anything serious. But I realized that if we're going to do an episode on when to know when to walk away, we really need to do one on what happens if you're, it has been left behind or you need to start over. If you're the one that was left. Yeah, I thought it would be good to address what happens if you're the person that's been left or, you know, divorce or mm. a breakup. It wasn't your decision. It wasn't your decision and your life just changed and you had yeah. no, it wasn't your choice. Yeah. So you clearly you have to reinvent yourself. And I just thought it'd be helpful to, to go over this for a few minutes, how to make life matter again. If we can take some of your time to spread the word of the Lord. <laughs> the word of the fossil. The word of the fossil today. Okay, you know, take it or leave it. But I, I've been there. I know this feeling. Your husband dies on you the day after your anniversary. And you wake up and your husband died. And now you're stuck with three kids. And your life just changed. And you had nothing to, you know, you had no say in the matter. Right? So maybe this has happened to you. <laughs> Bunch of teenage kids. <laughs> Anyway, God damn it. We're going to reinvent ourselves. And here's how you do that. The first thing you got to do, kids, <laughs> focus on yourself. And that might sound simple, but we're talking about doing what's best for you. Mm -hmm. And I cannot tell you how many people I talk to that a lot of things that they I hear come out of their mouth is, well, I have to. Mm -hmm. I have to do this, which is a bunch of crap. Get your crap stick out, people make sure it's the dry end because you're going to, you know how you, you know how you know you're focusing on yourself because the people who are used to relying on you start to get irritated mm -hmm. because they are no longer the focus of your life. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately that is kind of a way to know because you're not giving all the attention to someone else. You're actually doing what you need to do for yourself. So that's how, you know, rule number one, 
focus on yourself. Number two, you got to mourn what you lost. And again, that sounds obvious and simple, but it's not because a lot of people, when their life changes, they push it down Mm -hmm. instead of just letting those feelings happen. And you really do, because if you push them down, they're going to come back on you like Mount Vesuvius later on. So go ahead and be angry. Go ahead and cry. Go ahead and bitch and complain to someone you trust, but you got to process those feelings. That's the second thing. The third thing is do something new and challenge yourself. And you know what challenging yourself does? It builds self-esteem. Because when you do something new and you prove to yourself that you can actually do it, when you accomplish it, it's a self-esteem builder. So those are the three main things to do to reinvent yourself. If you find that life has changed, it's flip-flopped on you, and you have to start over, those are three ways. So focus on yourself. Do what you need to do, right? Two, go through your emotions, let them happen, process. And three, do something new and challenge yourself. So that's just a bite-sized chunk of advice for the opposing discussion that we had about knowing when to walk away mm-hmm. for what it's worth. So to all my phoenixes out there, you need to Ooh. reinvent and renew. Mm. <laughs> So how's your crazy week going? Where are you guys? Where where are you at? Where are you guys at? Where are you? Hopefully you're doing well. And if you're not, that's okay because you should feel those feelings. And that's part of reinventing yourself. And sometimes life just tastes brown. And sometimes you are holding the wet end of a crap stick. You're welcome for that visual. Hmm. I enjoyed it. <laughs> all right you guys <laughs> are you sick of this yet yes the answer is yes um, the answer is yes so on the- but we'll be back we'll be back anyway so fuck you so fuck you and see you next time yeah bye, bye.